0: Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Welcome back to Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Moore. This semester on Sports Talk, the students in the sports reporting class at the University of Central Missouri are discussing and debating various topics in the sports world. You've heard our take on who should pay for new stadiums or stadium renovations, and last week we debated the pros and cons of the name-image-likeness deal in college athletics. If you missed either of those, you can go to UCMBeat.com, select Sports Talk from the list of shows, and click on the link to catch up. This week, we're discussing an issue that has resonated throughout college, professional, and even amateur athletics. Stay with us. It's time for Sports Talk. (laughs) Today on Sports Talk, our topic is, should performance-enhancing drugs be legal? On the one hand, if if misused, they can be dangerous to the individual and they can give athletes a competitive advantage. On the other hand, we're talking about athletics capable of making their own decisions, and if they're legal, athletes can choose whether they use them or not. Our panelists today are going to discuss. Speaking of, let's meet our panelists today. Tell us where you're from, what year you are at UCM, and what's your
1: major.
2: My name is uh, Jason Orr. I'm a junior here at UCM,
1: and my major is digital media production. My name is Josh Pagel. I'm a junior here at UCM, sport management major from Taichung, Taiwan.
3: Hi, my name is Colin Sumler.
4: I am a senior here at UCM, and my major is digital media production. Hi, my name is Sammy Ward, also sometimes go by Jackson. I'm also a sport management major, and I am a junior at UCM All from right. Lee Summit
0: all right guys glad to have you here with us i have my own thoughts on this matter but we want to hear from our panelists sam and colin are going to be arguing that no peds should not be legalized jason and josh are going to defend the opposite position and explain why performance enhancing drugs should be legal first up let's stay with the status quo sam and colin why should athletes not be allowed to use performance enhancing drugs well
4: i think um first and foremost it undermines the values of competition in sports like fair play and teamwork and stuff like that. And I think it's just bad for the integrity. I mean, I don't think like whenever I you hear like a player breaks a record or something like that and then you they test positive for performance enhancing drugs. To me that's like, ugh, like I don't like that. I think it ruins the integrity of the game. Um, and I think there's also a, like adverse health effects that are really bad. According to the National Library of Medicine, the use of PED steroids um, can have serious health productions, not only um, body-wise, but in your mind. I mean, you're at more risk of stroke, um, depression. You have increased risks of uh, stuff like um, affected liver, um, tumors of the liver and kidneys, you know, heart conditions, stuff like that. So I think, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not healthy for you. Um, and I, I think, you know, not everyone if you make it legal for everyone, not every player's gonna wanna do performance and en- you know, take performance enhancing drugs. So I think that's another part of it. And um, another argument is like if you do make them legal, I don't know I feel like it would be really hard to regulate it for everybody. Like how like how are you gonna measure proper medical supervision for people that are taking performance enhancing drugs? Um so I think that's another big part of it, but uh,
0: yeah. So I'm, g- I'm gonna ask you a question on that last point. How are you gonna regulate it? Are you gonna make sure that they're uh, uh, they're doing it under proper medical supervision? So would it change your position any if they they had it regulated that well? As long as you're being administered these performance enhancing drugs by a physician, then maybe it's okay.
4: I don't know. I really I really don't think it's a good idea either way. And like I said, it's, not, it's still bad for the integrity because I don't think everyone's going to want to take performance-enhancing drugs at the end of the day. I don't think it's like a fair level playing ground at that point, even if you're taking it under um, the proper s- supervision. But yeah, like I said, I think it would be hard to regulate as it is.
0: Okay. Colin, what do you think?
4: I
3: really don't think that they should be legalized at all because – as he said there's huge health effects like PEDs if they're overused they can cause hallucinations as well. And also there's heart attacks involved, there's death involved, there's people collapsing on the field because they're overusing it.
0: Okay, so you're you're going with the argument that that's just not good for you. It's good. it's going to be unhealthy. Yeah. Okay. Aren't cheeseburgers unhealthy? Well, yes. Isn't drinking too much soda or caffeine unhealthy?
3: Yes, but those aren't laced with performance-enhancing drugs.
0: True, but, I mean, if your argument is that they're just not healthy, well, there's lots of things that, that we do, particularly as athletes, that aren't healthy. Lots of foods that we eat, lots of things we drink that aren't healthy.
3: Now, it also decreases the uh, the competitiveness of the sport that oh. you're playing.
0: Okay. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to take away the argument from the other two guys coming up. But All right, y'all get some good ideas right there, some good uh, compelling arguments. We are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, the Team J, Jason, and Josh will make their case. You're listening to Sports Talk right here on UCM, The Beat. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Well, we've heard why Sam and Colin believe PEDs should remain illegal. Now let's hear from Jason and Josh. Gentlemen, the mic is yours. All righty. So the first things I'm going to do here is I'm going to come to you, Joe. Joe, I've got a
2: couple questions I'm going to ask you real quick. I'm going to ask for a little hot mic because I'm sorry you're the old one here. You lived (laughs) through this moment. Explain to me how much fun the 1990s were when you would
0: watch... A major league baseball game. Oh, it was it was pretty awesome. It was pretty exciting watching McGuire and Sosa chase that record.
2: Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, leader of home runs of all time. Yeah, that all, was that was pretty exciting. All a lot of fun. Entertainment is the main part. sports today. That is what we've always said. We've had discussions in our own class about how we as the American people have expected high blowout games, high entertainment for how much money we're paying to go to these games and how much we're paying to drink and eat at these games to support these teams and to put how much time and money that we've invested into them. We expect the best out of the best from them, but why should we be happy when they don't give us their best and we're giving them all we have to be a part of them?
0: So you're saying that unless they're juicing, unless they're using performance-enhancing drugs, they're not giving us their best?
2: See, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying there. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying that the game could be better. We want to see a better game, a more entertaining game, I think, as a people. And I just think that performance-enhancing drugs excuse me, could do a lot of good for the leagues, and not just baseball as well. But uh, Mark McGuire is a big uh, piece, big uh, example I have for this case. And uh, something that uh, came across uh, an article I was reading about him was uh, when he finally came clean about uh, using steroids, to, he believes he didn't even need them to break the records. He said it was a God-given talent to hit home runs. And you know what? You look at the guy but when he played at the Athletics before he went to the Cardinals. It's, he, it was a God-given talent. All right, the dude could hit balls but It's good. hard to
0: argue that he couldn't hit the long ball because when he came up, he was a stick. And exactly. He, and uh, didn't he set the rookie record for yeah. home runs? Yeah. And so, the Bash Brothers in Oakland before. Well, let's not get into the Bash Brothers because <laughs> the other one we know is juicing. But he did hit a lot of home runs. He didn't yeah. hit 70 you know, what? Yeah. before that, but yeah, he was we, on, he was on an upward trajectory. He also, he also was using andro diners, I can't remember how you pronounce it. And it was found in his locker and it was legal at the time. Yep. And he was questioned about it and he said, okay, well, if, if you think this is don't, causing it, if you, if you think this is helping me and it's on the question mark, I'll get, I'll stop using it. I'll, I'll get rid of it. Exactly. But then later admitted he was doing steroids. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. He's admitted it. And, uh, I'm going to bring this quote in as well to say, to counter with that of him saying that he took steroids. He said, I believe that I was given this gift. The only reason I took steroids was for health purposes. Now, he does come out and say that maybe those PEDs were a problem with his career ending injuries that he had later on down the road, but still, he goes back and says that, you know,
0: the PEDs,
2: yeah. Excuse me, I was about to say something. I was about to do misinformation right there, and I was not going to say that. Uh, yeah. No, no fake news. on I'm going to let
0: Josh talk. I, I,
2: You're getting lamped up, a up Jason. Let's go I'm to Josh. I'm myself right here right now. Naturally,
1: <laughs> naturally,
2: naturally, naturally. There naturally.
0: We go.
1: <laughs> all right, so the obvious argument for our side, obviously, is basically I think you did. I think he did a good job of making that point. Is that PEDs do make sport much more entertaining, and ultimately at least when you get to, like, the big professional leagues. It's a whole different story with, like, college and high school. But the primary reason for sport is entertainment. Um, And no doubt that would (laughs) would definitely make sports more entertaining. Um, But just to go a little bit beyond that, there are a couple other different points I have. Um, So one thing is that actually, even though in most sports, basically all sports, PEDs are currently outlawed, it's still not super rare. Like, it's quite frequent, actually, relatively, that you will find an athlete caught using PEDs, specifically in places like... The Tour de France, like biking, I don't know what you call that, not a tournament, but like a race, I guess. I don't know, stuff like that. You still will find that pretty, pretty frequently. Even I don't remember what his name was. Something Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Armstrong. Okay, I was I was afraid I was gonna get him mixed up with the moon <laughs> <Louis>. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Louis Armstrong. Um, um but anyways, like he got caught, like I don't know, it was years, it was years later. Um yep. so it's still it's not super out of the like unheard of to for people to get caught with that. So when you really do think about it, that's actually, one way to look at it is that's the only way you can actually really level the playing field, because you think about all these guys that get caught, think about the amount of guys that don't get caught, the way drug testing is done sometimes in different sports and stuff is like, oh, just pull aside two random players because they had a good game or whatever it might be to get drug tested. But you think about how many people could still be getting away with that, people using PEDs. And then that's, like you said, I mean, that in a way kind of challenges the integrity of the game because (laughs) they're the ones using it and everyone else has a disadvantage because of it. So... It would make it more entertaining, and also it would be a surefire way to level the playing field. Um, Another point that you guys did bring up was the health risks, which there undoubtedly are health risks associated with it, like there are with most things, like he was saying, eating a cheeseburger, stuff like that. Um, But one thing to consider with that point is that there are like just – when playing sports, especially at that high of a level, there's just going to be inherent risks associated with it. You make that decision as a player that you will take those risks because you love the game, because you want to make the money, whatever it might be. Um, but one thing that's important to think about is like, for example, in a sport like football, the amount of concussions that there are, there's been extensive research, especially in recent years, that how many concussions there are, which there's actually approximately on average 0.41 concussions per NFL game. So that's an insanely high number. And when you think about like risks like that and how many concussions there have been, and there's been a lot of research that actually links concussions to long-term brain damage. People who maybe they retired 20 years ago or whatever, but now they have brain damage because of that. Um, and we still play football at all levels. We still, it's one of the biggest industries in sport. I mean, the first thing we were all talking about was about the football game yesterday. I mean, I watched it. I love watching football, stuff like that. But we don't seem to have a problem with those kind of health risks, even though there's proven research for that. But then this turns into a problem. So,
0: yeah. So you're saying that we're dealing with health risks anyway, and we're fine with it. Why wouldn't we be fine with okay. I, I hear what you're saying there. I want to go back to something you said too about um the, the drug testing and one argument I've always heard about why they don't test everybody is it's so expensive. It's really interesting during the COVID generation, the COVID times, players were getting tested two and three times a day. Everybody on the team was and I don't know how much it costs for a for a test for steroids, but two or three COVID tests a day I would imagine that probably for everybody. In the heat,
2: in the heat of COVID. Yeah, I would imagine that,
0: that cost went up pretty quickly. Yeah. So Okay. Well, some good arguments there also. Uh, well done. We're going to step away one more time. And when we come back, we're going to hit the panelists with a few questions from the rest of the class. Hope you're ready for it. You're listening to Sports Talk on UCM. The Beat. Opiates
3: has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me everything
0: i blew my ankle out and i got prescribed pain pills by my doctor
3: if making my detox public is going to help somebody i'm all for it i just wish i would had a warning
1: opioid dependence can happen after just five days know the truth spread the truth a message from truth the ad council on and ondcp
0: Alright, question time. This is the part of the show where the rest of the class was supposed to think about this week's topics and come up with their best questions for the panelists. Let's get it started. I just read through all of them and I'm thinking, alright, got some good stuff here. This one comes from, I believe, Luke. If juicing is legal, then you are essentially forcing clean athletes to use PEDs in order to, com- in order to counteract the competitive advantage. Is it worth sacrificing the longevity of an athlete's career and life?
2: Is that towards us? Is that would be a question for us? For anybody, my main thoughts on that is uh, the way I see it is I know that there are a lot of players who are you know good who are down to the core. They do not want to use steroids. You know, they think you know that it's all about the weightlifting and no drugs involved. And I that's all great and everything, and they are great people and great athletes as well. What I would have to say is if that's how their mind mentality is in the first place, if other athletes are allowed to use PEDs, that's their mindset already, isn't it? To be the best of the best there in their playing field. Why? I mean, I feel like in the 90s in basketball, if PEDs or if somebody – came out from the NBA and said, I'm using performance enhancing drugs, I don't think Michael Jordan would be like, oh, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. He's going to play better than me. No, Michael Jordan would say, all right, I'm still going to work my butt off, and then I'm going to be better than you, even with your enhancing drugs.
0: So you're saying, you do you, boo. Exactly. Okay. Sam? I
4: I don't think it's worth, um, I mean, the long-term health effects, the longevity, I mean... A lot of these guys want to play for a long time and get as much money as they can. And, I mean, they get beat up enough regardless of the sport. I don't think they want to do more damage to their bodies. And, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like when performance-enhancing drugs are involved, it's no longer about your skill set or your natural talent. And so, I mean, yeah, when it comes to stuff like that, it's like they get beat up enough. And a lot of these guys, like Jason said, want to – preserve, you know, what they have and keep going. So I don't think it's worth the long term health effects.
0: Okay. This one is from Charlie and it is specifically for Jason. Oh. You're wearing a Cardinals jersey today. Assuming you like and support Albert Pujos, and if you don't we'll that's a whole other topic of discussion. Uh, we'll figure uh, that we out. We could later.
2: get into that one.
0: <laughs> Given that there was a season where he was in the hunt for the for the top hitter mm-hmm. and he lost to a player who was using PEDs, yeah. isn't PEDs a sensitive subject? You've got a guy that's that's a great player, got to be one of your favorite players, and he lost out to a guy using PEDs when they were illegal. Yeah,
2: I, I, I understand the argument, where we're coming from. Again, I'm going to agree with you, Joe. Kind of have mixed feelings toward the guy. He's about Albert Pujols in the first place, but the way I see it is just – I mean, when it's illegal, yes, it's bad. I agree right now. If it's illegal, it's bad. You know, it's not allowed. It is against the rules. You're breaking the rules. You ought to be punished for that. But that is completely from what we're not talking about. We're talking about if
0: they're legal. So, Okay, fair enough. Way to hedge that bet. Colin, what do you think? Can't really get into that one.
3: (laughs) Wait, what was the question again, Joe?
0: Question was: Doesn't it become a su- sensitive subject when we have a great player like an Albert Pujols who's losing out on um, a batting title, possibly in- endorsements, possibly uh, incentives in his contract? He lost out on that money to a guy who was using performance-enhancing drugs and beat him for the batting title. Is that becoming a sense- more of a sensitive subject in that regard?
3: Well, I don't think so, because Albert Pujols is. Quite possibly going to be one of the greatest hitters of all time.
0: Sure. But he also lost out on probably some incentives, some probably some cash, because he chose not to use performance-enhancing drugs, and this other guy did. Is that fair?
3: Well, no, because it gives the other player an unfair advantage. Okay. All right. And you don't need to cheat to be in the Hall of Fame, because I know every professional athlete – wants to be the greatest of all time, but you don't need to cheat in order to be the greatest.
0: Fair enough. All right. This one is from... Who's this from? This is from Alicia. Should sports players, should athletes who don't take uh, performance-enhancing drugs be allowed to or be forced to compete with players who do? So should there be separate divisions? We're going to have the the performance-enhancing and drug league, and then we're going to have the the natural league. Sam?
4: No, I... I don't think, I mean, and that's the part I hate about this is like, it's just not equal footing anymore. I don't think it's fun. I mean, going back to the Albert Pujols thing, it's like, I mean, that's what, that's the part that kind of irks me. It's like, if he's good enough to do it without the drugs, then he should prove it to us. Like, that's the part that's so annoying. It's, I think it takes, like, like I said, the integrity, but it's like, it's not as sweet to me. It's not as awesome when something like that happens and it's like, I think it just ruins it. So, no, I don't think there should be separate leagues or anything like that, but I think that's why we should, you know, keep cracking down on it, keep it illegal, you know, make sure that it's, we can try to keep it on
0: as equal footing as possible. We want to believe that our, our professional athletes, our great athletes did it the right way. It's, it's by their God-given abilities, it's by their natural talents, by their work ethic, which is a natural talent in my opinion, and not by anything added to it. Mark McGuire was going to hit a ton of home runs the the steroids maybe let them hit them 10 yards farther <laughs> you know like they, they were getting out of the park regardless so okay if PEDs are allowed in professional sports and this is an important question for us because you're all college students if PEDs are allowed in professional sports will they encourage college athletes to use them
4: i mean i don't see why not and i mean they're younger they're not their brain isn't fully developed. I mean, they're probably going to be like, heck, yeah, you know, let's do it. I mean, and obviously they're going to – you want to get to that next level. So maybe if you feel like you're not going to, you might start using performance-enhancing drugs, like not thinking of what could happen. And then that that might even give you more of an advantage to get to the big leagues wherever you're trying to go, and especially if your brain is not fully developed. Like you're not thinking about this stuff, I don't feel like, so –
0: So the pros are trying to do it so they can stay around longer, make more money. The college athletes then would be motivated to try them so that they can get to that level. Absolutely. Okay,
1: Josh, what do you think about that? So I would say, I mean, like, yeah, I totally get get what you're saying about, like, they're just going to want to keep pushing it higher and higher, whatever it might be. Ultimately, um, it shouldn't really be an excuse, but I'm sure as a lot of us know, college students do not make the greatest health decisions of what they put into their body necessarily. Whether or not they play sports, but ultimately, I mean it's this would be the way on the pro level, the college level as well. If that's a risk you if that's a risk that you want to take in order to reach that level or whatever, I'm not necessarily saying I would condone that or think that they should inject themselves with drugs or whatever it might be, but um it is ultimately up to the player and that would be a way, just like I had already said, to level the playing field. There wouldn't be like you wouldn't be cheating, I guess, if it was legal. So that would be a decision they could make. I'm not saying if that would be the right or wrong decision, but I know that that would just be one more, like one more chance to make a bad decision when they already have a bunch of other chances and usually do make bad decisions. So,
0: yeah.
1: Okay, this last
0: question is coming from Corinne, and I'm going to, this one's going to be for Jason and Josh because of the way it's written for them, if they were approved, if performance enhancing drugs were approved, how would you draw the line between what drug enhancers are and are not allowed, or would it just be wild west and everything's free? I think that's
2: when, uh, you know, you start to get into, uh, the depth of every single performance enhancing drug that there is. I think you, I think that it's going to take a lot of time if it were to become legal. And I think that me and Josh have really stuck with our argument really well that even though PEDs that we're saying, I'm trying to word this the right way for us, but, um, I think we're trying to say that performance-enhancing drugs, when illegal, they are bad. And You know, but I think we're making the argument at the end of the day that this is your own risk to take. You know, if this is what you want to do to reach the goals you want to get to, this should be allowed then. But I do agree, I do understand the question in saying that, you know, Who's stopping me from taking something that's gonna make me, you know, get 20 pounds juice than Josh will, you know, if well, marijuana
0: took, can be have a calm. I've never exactly, tried it. Don't know, Aaron but Rogers, it can Aaron have a very calming, Coming out this season yeah, can have a very calming effect. So if that helps you to stay calm and stay level, so we're we gonna make it legal. Exactly, it's not legal in general, but that's a different argument. Yeah, there, so.
1: Josh, what about you? Um, I would think, I mean, I honestly, I haven't done a ton of research on like which specific drugs yeah. do what exactly, which maybe I should have for a question like that. Um, but I would say like, just like he said, that would be something that if the process were to begin of legalizing those things in sports, it would be a long process of gauging which things are well, like with anything, like, like there's an inherent risk of playing football and you take that risk by playing football. Um, they would just weigh out like, oh, uh, which of these are acceptable, which of these drugs are acceptable for us? To give athletes even the option, because there are some there are some things. I mean, you could even argue, like I said, I love football, but you could even argue for football like that should not even be an option anymore. <laughs> um, but like, which of these drugs should not even be an option to take? Like, if the risks are just like far too great, or if it's like ninety percent of the time this hap this really bad thing happens to you or something, then obviously they'll there should just be a group of people who just weigh the pros and cons of it. Um, and there could definitely be certain drugs that like. Like I just said, if the risks were way too were way too big um, and everyone was being affected by them, then those could just be still completely outlawed, which like the, like a bunch of PEDs now, there'd be no way to fully enforce that without just doing periodic drug tests. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Okay. I'm going to weigh in, as I usually do, my, la- my two
0: cents. First of all, should they be legal? If they are legal, that takes away any competitive advantage because anyone can choose to do the drugs. So... There's no competitive advantage because everybody can do it if they want to. If they don't want to, that's up to them. And let's be honest. Teams are distributing painkillers as though they were Halloween candy. If athletes weren't taking painkillers, they wouldn't be able to get on the field to perform. Ergo, they're a performance-enhancing drug. We're already pushing them. Why not make the other ones legal and let people choose? On the other hand, as athletic administrators, don't we have a responsibility to the health and long-term safety of our participants? The competitive fire can drive individuals to do things they wouldn't normally do. I wanna make more money. I wanna play longer. I wanna come back from this injury faster even though my body isn't quite ready. I'm a college athlete and I wanna get to that next level. Shouldn't administration in front offices, college administrators, shouldn't they protect their athletes even if it's protecting them from themselves? It's a great discussion and one that I'm sure that will be continued for many years to come. So that's our time today. Join us next week when we'll be discussing another hot topic, Native American mascots. Should they be eliminated? Thanks to our panelists today, and thank you for listening to Sports Talk, only here on UCM The Beat.